Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. Hello. How is everyone? All right. How you doing? It is blowing a hoolie here today. It's really cold. It's got really cold again. It was starting to brighten up and warm up a bit, but nope, apparently this big old cold front has come in. So I'm tucked away in the warmth of the house and that is where I intend to stay. So if you um, hear the howling in the background, that is what it is. It is rattling around outside. So if it picks it up on the recording, soz, not a lot I can do about that. Nothing particularly interesting has happened this week. Not really. It's all been pretty quiet. Uh, Had a pretty boring day up until this point. (laughs) Done fun things like the ironing and stuff. I hate ironing. Oh, what a boring job. It's quite strange because I really love doing the washing, you know, the actual laundry side of it, but they plumbing, ironing. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Put a poll on Instagram and um, it seems most people hate it with me, but there's actually two people so far who have said that they love it. Madness. Other than that, nothing much has really happened. I hope your week's been more interesting. I've had some really nice messages off you guys this week, actually. I've had some really nice messages about the podcast and about the coaching group, um, about the newsletter. There's been all kinds of messages coming in. It's lovely. I love hearing from you. So keep that up. If you have got something to say and you've got something to feed back to me, uh, if you just want to tell me how you listen to the podcast, for example, or what you enjoy about it or what you don't like about it will be fine too. Anything, just if you've got anything to say, I'm on the end of a message. So send it over. I'm loving hearing from you. I did have a message from somebody who said that they would like me to talk about a topic. Um, I haven't got it prepared for this week. So that is now going to be next week, I think. And that will be about how you talk to people about their eating habits. So the message was basically that I talked a little while ago about how you can talk to people about your eating habits. But somebody said, what happens if you've got people around you that are in bad eating habits, uh, have a bad relationship with food, constantly dieting, and you think it's negatively affecting their life. Uh, So I'm going to talk a bit about that, but not today, I'm afraid. So that will be probably next week's episode if you wanted a heads up of what's coming up. This week, instead, I wanted to talk to you about eating when you're not hungry. All right. Eating when you're not hungry feels way out of line with intuitive eating, doesn't it? I think a lot of people see intuitive eating as the hunger and fullness diet. Eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. But it's not the case. It is far more nuanced than that. Yes, you are encouraged to think about your hunger and your fullness 
before you're eating, while you're eating, after you're eating. But that's not everything. That's not all there is to it. There's so much more that goes into deciding what you eat and when you eat and how much you eat. So I want to talk about why it's okay to eat when you're not hungry. There are going to be times in life when you need to eat because you need to prevent yourself from having issues later in the day. So let me explain. If you're traveling, for example, you might be going on a train, you might be taking a flight, uh, you might be driving a car, and these are times where maybe you can't eat. Maybe it's not accessible. Maybe you're just not in a position in those journeys to eat food. Most of the time, that's going to be fine because you're going to be driving to the shop, for example, or driving to work, or you're going to be taking a plane and it might just be a couple of hours and you think that's absolutely fine. But what if you're going to be on that plane longer? What if you're going to be on a long train journey with no stops and no, um, oh, I can't think what they're called, like Buffet carriages? There you go, buffet carriages. Maybe you're going to be driving a long way and it might be a few hours before you're able to stop. These are going to be times where you're not able to easily eat. And then what about days where you're at work maybe? Maybe you have got a morning full of meetings. No space in between. That's not ideal. Not for me anyway. When I get to work in the morning, I like to wait a little while and then I like to have breakfast about nine o'clock-ish. So I take something that I can eat at my desk. Um, So nine, half past, I'll have something to eat. And then our lunch break is at one o'clock. But I won't go from nine, nine thirty to one without eating. I'll have something about halfway. But if my morning was completely full and I had no opportunity to have that mid-morning snack, then I'm going to need to take some preventative action to stop that putting me into a spiral where come lunchtime or the afternoon, I'm so hungry that I can't eat intuitively. Maybe you're going to be somewhere where there's no access to food. So you've got the time, you just don't have any access to food. So maybe there's no shops around or maybe you're not going to have Um, money with you or, you know, for whatever reason, you're not going to have access to food. There are also situations like when you need to take medication, for example, some medication you have to take with food because that's part of making sure that the the medication is absorbed and used by the body properly. Um, Did you know that? That's something that not a lot of people actually know about. Sometimes when medication says take with food or take half an hour after eating or half an hour before eating or something like that, that is because that food will affect how your body absorbs the medication. Interesting, huh? So if you're on a medication that's like that, you're going to need to eat in order to take that medication, whether you're hungry or not. Also, if you're quite early into your intuitive eating journey, or you have already got um, an eating disorder or some kind of disordered eating pattern going on, and you're in recovery from that, it can mean that you don't feel your hunger yet. 
It can mean that you don't feel your hunger or your fullness. You're not in tune with that yet. And it's going to take a little work to get that back. So eating here is going to be a preventative measure. It's going to mean that you are fueling yourself and getting some nutrients into you while you're trying to get your body's signals back to a place where you can hear them. And quite honestly, sometimes life just gets in the way and it means that you can't eat when you usually would. So maybe you're going to a birthday party. Um, We all know what kids' birthday parties are like, don't we? You know, you trot along and then you have to watch all the kids eating all this party food. Meanwhile, you're thinking, I am starving. I can't get anything to eat until I get home. Um, I don't know why I picked a children's birthday party as an example, but there's going to be times in life where things happen, your day's thrown out of its usual routine, and you're not going to be able to eat at the times that you would usually eat. That's where I was going (laughs) with the children's birthday party idea. So when this happens, we turn to practical hunger. That's what it's called in intuitive eating. It's eating even though you're not hungry, because it's practical to do so. Your hunger in your body is a guide. Um, It's something that you can listen to, to understand when you're ready to eat, when you need to eat, but it is just a guide. And if you need to eat outside of those times when you're hungry, then that's what you need to do. If you are living just by hunger and fullness cues, then you've turned that into rules. You've turned eating habits into rules-driven habits, rules-driven eating. Um, It becomes these guidelines by which you have to follow and you're back into diet mentality, actually. If you're saying, I'm only going to eat when I'm hungry, I'm only going to eat when I feel like I have to eat, then you're putting yourself in a position where you've got rigid rules and you can't eat outside of those times. And that's not what intuitive eating is about. Remember, this is all about having some intuition around what you need to eat and when you need to eat it. And hunger is just a part of that. Through all of this, we have to remember that your body isn't that simple. Your systems in your body aren't that simple. It's all so complex. So you can't expect eating to be that simple. And you sometimes just have to be guided by what you know rather than what you feel. So practical eating is going to be a preventative measure for you. It's going to be a way of eating that prevents something negative happening with your eating habits later in the day. It's going to be a protective measure. It's going to be a preventative measure. So it's going to help you to not end up in a binge later. It's going to make sure that you are not getting to a point where you are absolutely starving hungry. Because what happens when we're starving hungry? You end up in this horrible binge restrict cycle again. Um, Or for want of a better term, remember the pendulum? Remember the binge restrict pendulum? So if you just restrict food a little bit, you're just going to swing back the other way a little bit and maybe you'll have a bit more to eat when you've got access to food again. But if you let that pendulum swing right into major restriction and being really, really, really hungry, you're going to swing back so far the other way that when you finally get back onto eating, 
you're going to be eating lots. You're going to be probably binging. You're going to lose the control that you had around food when you just manage that hunger and don't let it sway to those extremes. And this practical hunger is one of those methods of stopping that pendulum swinging so hard. It's going to stop you getting so hungry that when you come to eat again, you lose that control. So if you're not hungry, but you know you need to eat to stop yourself being starving hungry in a few hours, what are you going to do? How do you know what you're going to want to eat? Well, in reality, maybe you don't know what you're going to want to eat. Maybe you genuinely don't know what you want to eat because you're not hungry yet. Let me take you back to that situation about me eating breakfast at my desk. So when I get up in the morning, I get ready for work and then I leave the house. It's quite early, really. And I have to be up a couple of hours before my body's ready to eat breakfast. It's just the way I am. I'm not ready to eat breakfast first thing in the morning. I don't know what I want. The thought of eating is not pleasant. And so I'm better off waiting a couple of hours until I'm at work, until I'm at my desk and my body has kicked itself into action and is able to tell me that it's ready to eat. Now, if I was going to have a morning where I couldn't eat my breakfast or I couldn't have my mid-morning snacks, what I would have to do is eat something before I left the house. That's just the way it would have to work. And even though I'm not ready, really, to eat breakfast, it would be a protective measure. It would be something that would prevent me from having this spiral at lunchtime. For me, myself, I would choose something that I find easy to stomach. So I might have a small bowl of cereal, or I might have a yogurt, uh, maybe a banana, something like that. Not because of the nutritional quality, not because of the calories or anything like that, just because I know that I could stomach that at that time in the morning. I couldn't probably have toast or something like a bacon sandwich or a full English breakfast because my body is not going to stomach that. So in that situation, I need to make sure that it's something that I can eat comfortably. I can use then as fuel to see me through the morning and I won't be quite so hungry when it comes to lunchtime. Now that's just how I manage it but I wanted to give you an example of how it works because I think it makes it easier to understand when it's in a context rather than me trying to explain the process and then give you my example if you know what I mean. So when you're going to apply this to your life and your situation you need to have the same sort of thoughts around it. You need to weigh up how long it's going to be before your next meal or your next snack. Um, Every two to three hours to eat is a good rule of thumb. Uh, Certainly a good rule of thumb if you're in uh, some kind of eating disorder recovery, um, if you're in the early stages of intuitive eating and you can't feel your hunger and fullness yet, then to be able to eat every two to three hours is kind of a good guideline to work to. So maybe you could start by thinking, how long is it going to be before I can have something to eat? What do I need to eat to get me through the period of time that I'm going to have now until my next uh, access to food? Then from there, you can think of what kind of food you would like to eat. What can you manage now? 
Even though you're not hungry, what food can you manage to eat now in order to stop you being really hungry in a little while? For you, that might be something similar to me, just something that's very easy to take in, very easy to swallow, doesn't involve a lot of chewing, doesn't involve a lot of effort, doesn't involve a lot of preparation as well, because that's a big put off, isn't it, when you're not hungry? It's a big put off for some people when you are hungry. But um, the amount of effort that you have to go to to actually eat the food might make a difference for you. So it might mean that you eat something that's easy to eat, easy to digest. Or it might be that you think, actually, I can manage something a little bit more substantial and that will see me through the next few hours. At this point in time, it's really not about the quantity or the quality of the food. This is about protecting you against that really strong hunger feeling later on in the day. So if it is breakfast time, for example, and you usually like to have a certain breakfast because it makes you feel um, fuller or like you've had a good start to the day or it's where you get the bulk of um, some of your nutrients, then know that it's okay to not have that today. Know that it's okay to eat outside of your usual habits and your usual patterns. Know that it's okay to not have a nutrient-filled meal at this time, even if you usually would. Remember, this is about preventing a situation where you're very, very hungry and then potentially in a position where you might lose control over food in your next meal. It doesn't have to be a big meal. It doesn't have to be anything substantial. Maybe you could just have a snack Uh, Maybe you could just have um, a piece of fruit or a handful of nuts or something like that. If that's all you can manage, but you know it's going to take the edge off your hunger, brilliant, go for it. Maybe you do feel like you could eat more. Maybe you're going to have a little meal. Maybe you're going to have a selection of foods and you're just going to pick through them. um, And that's going to be the way for you to eat. You just have to see how it feels. You just have to see what you can manage, what you feel like eating at that time, and you just go with it. It absolutely is better to have eaten something than to allow yourself to get into a position where your stomach's rumbling and you are really hungry and then it becomes stressful and you lose focus and you can't manage your day and then the next meal time comes and It's not as intuitive eating based as you would like it to be. Convenience foods are fine too. Don't think negatively about convenience foods. Um, Prepackaged foods can be an absolute godsend. If you've got a day, for example, where your lunch is not going to happen on time, your evening meal is not going to happen on time, then in the morning it can be a good idea to throw some things in a bag that are prepackaged, that are convenience foods that you can eat as and when you can. That's another way to do this. So if you've got a prepacked sandwich or um, flapjacks or something like that, something that you know you can eat when you get a chance to eat, that's going to be great because you know that a certain time of day, whether you're hungry or not, you can just have a sandwich, you can just have a snack and that will see you through the next few hours, then that is a win-win situation. So 
don't look down on yourself for eating convenience foods. They are there for a reason. They are there to be had in times that you need the convenience aspect of them. And quite honestly, let's face it, there are many, many, many people in the world that have pre-packed sandwiches for lunch every day or will have a microwave meal for their evening meal several times a week. Absolutely fine. Remember, there is no moral value attached to food. Okay, no food good, no food bad. It's just the way you like to eat, what you like to eat and when you like to eat it. That is what food should come down to. So this is your absolute unconditional permission to eat whatever you need to eat when you need to eat it. This is your permission to eat when you're not hungry because you know it's going to be better for you in a few hours time. Hey, let's face it, we all have cakes and biscuits and chocolate and donuts and things when they're in the office, don't we? You know, we all eat those when we're not hungry. It's fine. It is absolutely fine. Go with it. Do what you need to do to protect the work that you are doing to be an intuitive eater. Do what you need to do to have that better relationship with food. If that means eating when you're not hungry, go for it. It's a short message today, but I don't think it needs expanding on much more than that, actually. I think it's just enough to say it's okay to eat at any time of the day, whether you're hungry or not. If you need to eat, you need to eat. Go for it. But if you do have any more questions, if you want me to elaborate on it anymore, just let me know. I'll be turning this into a blog post so I can soon add something to that if there's something that you need me to expand on. Not a problem. Oh, before I go, let me tell you, yesterday I had one of the new Big Macs from McDonald's. Now I say one of the new Big Macs, it's called the Chicken Big Mac. Have you tried them? It's so confusing. It is so confusing. So basically it's a Big Mac and then the chicken is where the burger would be. So they take the burger patty out and in goes a chicken thing, like the chicken in a McChicken sandwich. My brain didn't cope with this. It's so bizarre, so strange. It tastes nice. It really does taste nice. But my brain couldn't understand that it was not a Big Mac or that it was not beef. So odd, so odd. I mean, give it a try. Or if you've already given it a try, let me know what you think. Absolutely mind blown. Uh, I don't think I'd have another one. I think I liked to have it for the experience of having had it. It's definitely not going to replace the Big Mac though. It's just not. McChicken sandwich should be the McChicken sandwich. Big Mac should be the Big Mac. That's all I've got to say on the matter. Let me know what you think if you've had one. Have a wonderful week. I hope it's full of lovely things. I hope it's not too stressful. And I will speak to you next week. Ta-ra!